The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Eric, my name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? So pretty good here. Pretty good uh, weekend overall. Long weekend for me. I'm also off tomorrow as well, but uh, not not so great tonight with with the bets here. Rangers dominating the Jets in shots, but losing. Penguins blowing the late lead to the Islanders. So tough way to uh, end the weekend here. But looking forward to getting right back on the on the horse here on Tuesday. Yeah, pretty low-key weekend for myself. Uh, not much going on here. Just uh, enjoyed some golf. Good old underdog story. Guy no one's ever heard of winning the the, uh, the Genesis there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some fun UFC and a uh, hell of a hockey slate on Saturday. That was, that was a good time. Yeah, I'm kind of with you with Julie. I fucking, my wallet's even thicker, baby. Fucking John Rom getting it done for me. There's another fucking 300 bucks in the pocket. Let's fucking go. Uh, other than that, I, I worked all weekend. So my weekend literally starts right now, baby. I'm fucking getting drunk tonight. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might watch some old WCW and fucking nerd out over some stupid shit. Who fucking knows where the night's going to take me, but I'm going to get drunk either way. And then tomorrow I'm going to get fucking drunk and get my wizard on again. Fucking, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. This whole intro has been fucking stupid, but I'm gonna be fucking killing it. So I'm excited to just get absolutely hammered. Uh, it's gonna be fun. And uh, speaking of a good place to look at when you're hammered, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. I like looking at it drunk. The pictures are great. The articles are great too. Uh, the podcasts are fantastic. There's so much stuff going on. Obviously, there's you know NBA is doing its thing. College hoops is kicking ass. The March Madness is right around the corner. That's gonna be here in like what like two weeks. I think it starts March first. I don't fucking know. Maybe it doesn't. I'm not a big basketball guy, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, tons of other stuff going on. Obviously, hockey's doing its thing. Golf's been absolutely sick the past couple weeks. Uh, F1's right around the corner. NASCAR kicked off. That's pretty dope. Um, I don't know. Baseball's doing its thing. It's going to start eventually, too, so that's going to be sweet. Tons of stuff going on at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Find it all there. Listen to the other shows, man. Like There's so much good content going on on the website, so that's absolutely incredible. Uh, as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, always good to see people in there. You know, people have been having a good time, man. Lots of conversations, which is interesting. People are actually talking, which is cool. But lots of new faces. It's not just bets or parlays and shit. People are actually talking about stuff, so that's awesome to see. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, baby. Yeah, there were some great conversations, great stories in there. I think it was Saturday night into Sunday early morning there. So, uh, yeah, Discord has been great. Great community we built there. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on your preferred podcast platform. we got another uh, new review I'll read at the end of this show. But you know what? Keep them coming. If, if you're listening to the show, if you're a loyal listener and you have not left a review, you're a coward. What are you doing? Leave Just take, take a minute out of your day and leave us a review. That's all you got to do. And uh, if you have Twitter, follow us on there as well, at HockeySGPN. 
I still want to get that Twitter going, man. Follow us on yeah. Twitter, goddamn. Make it Twitter and follow us on Twitter. Even if, if you don't if, do anything, just give us if, the numbers. Yeah, and if you're interested in being the uh, Twitter intern, make sure you uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at rgilbertsop or just our Twitter account in general. Right on, man. Uh, all right, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals from last show. A very controversial lock dog and total here. Uh, <laughs> Joel got shafted. It was my bad. I put the wrong total in for a game, and he picked it, and we didn't notice till after. Uh, to be fair, his bet would have hit. I think we should give him a point, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. Uh, either way, as it currently stands, Ryan killed it. He was 2-1. and one. He was up 1.69 units. Joel was technically 1-1, one and one, up 0.18 units. It should have been 2-1. and one. That's my bad. And I was one and two, and I'm down 0.4 units. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. Yeah, I, I can't seem to uh, hit my dog here. Another two and one night for me. Uh, my lock was the Devils, minus 115 at the Penguins. I think the line must have been before it was completely confirmed that Jack Hughes was back, because that was a, a line was really off there. I think they won that uh, rather easily. My dog was the Coyotes at the Los Angeles Kings. They were uh, they were down and out for a while there, but they came back, forced overtime, and uh, lost there in OT, or shootout, unfortunately. Then my total, uh, Blue Jackets stars under six. I think, actually, did the, the Blue Jackets win that game? Yeah, it was 4-1 Blue Jackets, but you know what? All that mattered for me was under six, so I'll uh, take that in another profitable night and move on. For myself, I had the Kraken line, minus 170. Uh, they were home against the Flyers. Easy win. I think it was like 6-2 or something like that. Uh, Flyers, Canucks, under 6.5, plus 115 was my total. But, uh, yeah, there were eight goals in that game as well. So that didn't go too well. But uh, that's what I get for betting uh, an under in a Canucks game. And, yeah, as Talon mentioned, the total Capitals, Hurricanes, under 6.5 uh, was not the real line. Uh, I should have caught it myself, but I thought I bet that myself. But I got it confused with another game. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's our bad, but uh, it, it won anyway. So hopefully some people took the under even at the uh, five and a half number because uh, it was a good bet there at the outdoor game at the, uh, the NC State Stadium there. Um, yeah, it was a pretty cool thing there with the uh, the bands, I guess. And, uh, Did you, you watch know, they it? Try to do the... No, I just heard a little bit about okay. it, but... Yeah. I watched. I watched most of it. It was pretty cool. I, I feel like outdoor games have just become like more of a local festivity where everyone like goes to it. It's awesome, and then like the casual <laughs> fan doesn't care, which is fine. Unless you're That's... in Toronto and you're freezing your balls off like <laughs> fucking New Year's Day, goddamn everyone's hung over. Fuck that. Outdoor games still suck. Uh, Joel, I can't stand it. I know I planned it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna set it straight. This Watergate. I can't stand rocking when I'm in here because you're crystal balling so crystal clear. So while you sit back and wonder why. I got this fucking Thor to my side. Oh my God, it's a mirage. I'm telling y'all, it's a sabotage. I'm sorry for sabotaging your under. <laughs> I'll forgive you for that, that little lyric there. <laughs> uh, for me, it's anything. I was shit. Like I said, I was one and two. My locks have been hit in the past couple of shows. That's been my problem all year long. I had Buffalo minus 125 money line versus San Jose. I think they won 4 2. That's uh, all that I had, though. Uh, for my New York or for my dog, I had the Rangers money line versus Calgary plus 120. This was actually close. Uh, I think it went to overtime, shootout, overtime. Yeah, I think, what was it? Calgary was up 2 nothing. New York tied it up to 2 2, and then they lost. Uh, in overtime, that fucking asshole, Mikel Backlund, got it done for uh, Calgary, so that sucks. I take back everything I said about the fine people of Calgary. Uh, I was very mean last show. I take that back. You guys are fantastic. Um, for my total, I had Tampa Bay and Vegas under six and a half, uh, minus 120. This game was 
This game was a little wacky, man. What was the fuck? I'm trying to find it right here. Five four five four final. It was fucking. What was there? Was six goals in the first period for Christ's sakes. I think Vegas was up like four two. That's just a tough goal. I think my boy Vasilevsky might have got after it a little bit too hard in Vegas. He was doing fucking nose bumps in there. Maybe fucking Evgeny Kuznetsov flew out to do some fucking coke with his Russian counterpart in Vegas. Uh, who knows what was going on? Although I guess they were playing. He was in Carolina that night. <laughs> Anyways, I don't fucking know what I'm saying here. I've had a lot of beers. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, that that sucked. I lost. I went one for two. Uh, gonna get better though. Feeling getting better. We gotta get better. There's no way we can let Ryan fucking win this thing. Like, that just can't happen. Okay. No way. Speaking of Ryan, ad boy, let's go. No, we got a. Uh, speak, speak, speaking of Ryan, we got Ryan O'Reilly, the newest Maple Leaf talent. Oh, what, is, what, is, what is your take on the trade? Okay, let's break it down. We'll go through this. Uh, fuck, I just had it and I lost it. One second. Um, do, 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 where is it? Uh, right here. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs acquire Nolachari and Ryan O'Reilly. I guess you should put it the other way around. Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari from the St. Louis Blues in a three way trade. Uh, St. Louis receives prospect. Russian stud, Mikhail Abramov, uh, Adam Gaudet, Toronto Maple Leafs first round pick in 2023, uh, Ottawa Senators third round pick the Toronto owns in 2023, and uh, Toronto second round pick in 2024. Uh, St. Louis did eat 50% of Ryan O'Reilly's cap hit, and Minnesota was involved too, so Minnesota received a fourth round pick from the Toronto Maple Leafs in this deal in 2025. As well, they ate 25% of Ryan O'Reilly's cap hit, so Ryan O'Reilly's on the Leafs for $1.8 million cap hit for the rest of the season, as well as Noel Achari. Um... I fucking like this deal, man. Okay, I know, I know I'm a bit of a homer. I know I like my boy Cal Dubas, but I'm not just a Cal Dubas dick sucker. I'm not just gonna say everything he did was fucking absolutely fantastic. No, he's made mistakes before. Um, but I like what's wrong with this trade here? To me, I'm gonna be a bit of an asshole here. This has a bit of a Toronto stink to it. I've noticed like online a little bit and stuff, and people are talking about. It, they're like, oh, Ryan O'Reilly's had a fucking shit season. Oh, he's old. Oh, he's been. It's like, dude, if this guy got traded to like Boston or Carolina, those same people would be fucking losing their tits and being like, oh, fucking Boston's gonna. Boston's already sick, but Boston's gonna be even sicker. The fact he goes to Toronto, they just shit on him a little bit. Uh, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. I think this is a good acquisition. And if you look at what it takes to win a Stanley Cup, you win fucking Stanley Cups down the goddamn middle. And I know that he's been playing second line minutes and they actually moved Tavares over to the wing last game, which was kind of weird. But in playoffs, if you have a one, two, three center punch of fucking Austin Matthews, John Tavares and Ryan O'Reilly on your third line, that's fantastic, man. This guy's been a defense. Like he's a fucking full ice player. He's a defensive-minded player as well. He's very strong. Selkie fucking nominee pretty much every year of his entire fucking career. Like, what's not to like about this guy? And don't sleep on Nola Chari either, man. Like, this is a guy that can play both center and wing. He's not afraid to, like, you know, he's a physical player. He might not be your typical, like, big-ass monster. I think he's only, like, foot ten, but he's not afraid to go into the board. He's not afraid to go into the corners, battle hard on the puck. And, like, everybody always says it. That's what this team need, needs. We need physical guys. Well, guess what? They got physical guys with skill that can still play the game and that some people even including leaf fans like don't love it man like people say this sold a lot it's a lot it's a lot of draft capital you can't argue that but i mean what are these picks going to be for you and the next fucking they're what you're not going to see these guys for another three four years well guess what fucking the writing's on the board here man like who knows what this team's going to look like in three four years we have some big ufas coming up and you know they have every right to leave if they want to so fucking go for it now man i I'm all in on this deal. I know that's a bit of a long tangent here, but I uh, I support it. I think this was some tidy business by Dubas, and they're not done. Getting the discount that they did, not the discount, but like the cap retention here, they have room to add more, man. So uh, keep an eye out for the lease on trade deadline, man. I think uh, Dubas might have a couple more tricks up his sleeve here. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think that's a homer take at all. I, I love this trade for the Leafs. Looking at the other players that were like going to be available at the deadline, you know, Timo Meyer was going to cost a lot more because he's an RFA. Uh, even Patrick Kane, you know, I don't think he has the same impact that someone like Ryan O'Reilly does, especially, like you said, down the middle, having that three-headed monster of of Matthews, Tavares, and O'Reilly. He's a guy that's won a cup before. He knows how to win the playoffs. Maybe he can bring that to the Leafs a little bit. And like I said, they, they have they have a little bit of room to still go out and, you know, add a defenseman if they want to or, or add another middle six winger to to kind of bulk up that that forward group. And, yeah, they there's no point of keeping a draft pick now. In two years, Matthews is a, is a UFA. Three years, Tavares and Marner, both UFAs. Two years for Nylander. So you have to go win it this year or next year. And I, I didn't realize that O'Reilly was probably one of the best trade chips out there. And the Leafs went out and got him. So so good good for them. You'd think that O'Reilly would be playing on the third line center role. But uh, so far, he's been playing on the wing with Marner and uh, Tavares. Or actually, Tavares has moved out to the wing. And he's yeah, playing Tavares the second is on line the center. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's interesting to follow. Uh, we'll see if that continues going forward. But I do expect him to go back to that uh, uh, center position in the third line and give Tavares his uh, his uh, second line center back, which he's had for years. Uh, but yeah, as for the as for the business, uh, it was a big big deal, a lot to give up, I think, for the lease. But um, when your your job is on the line, as Dubas is, if he doesn't make it past the first round, he is uh, almost certainly gone. So uh, it's kind of a save-your-own-skin thing, but it could work out for the Leafs. I mean, Riley is obviously he's got the pedigree of a great playoff player and whatnot, even if he has clearly lost a step. And Achari is he's also a good uh, a good depth guy, too, with uh, more of a physicality about him than uh, much of the Leafs' current roster. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good deal for, for both teams. But, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's all about this year, though, and especially if they can't get O'Reilly re-signed. Um, yeah, it'll be a lot to give up if the Leafs end up going out of the first round again. But uh, yeah, that this could be the what gets them over the top uh, against Tampa. We'll see how um, Tampa respond. Well, see, that's an interesting thing too. It's like if you're in Tampa Bay and you see this, like, do you got to make a move now? Like, obviously, you know, can you make a move? Yeah, they can. They got Castaways. They still have a couple of assets so they can move to make it happen. Like, well, what, what, what are they gonna have an answer? I don't fucking know. Um, one thing that kind of interests me in this, man, it's like, I don't necessarily know. I know the narrative is that Dubas's job is on the line here. And I know that that's kind of what a lot of people says, but like, if I'm, I don't know, like, I don't fucking know Chris Johnson or anything, but I've, I've heard him say a couple of times that like management's still not ready to kind of like willing to full on just commit that, Hey, if he doesn't make it, we're not making the playoffs or if he doesn't win this round, we're letting this guy go, man. So I don't know if it's like a case of. Obviously, the narrative is there that, like, yeah, if they don't fucking make it through the first round, there's going to be some massive questions. And obviously, he'd be the first name to fucking go. But I think the guys at MLSC and Larry Tannenbaum are pretty fucking high on this dude, man. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a bit of an asshole here. But, like, if you if anybody thinks for a second that if Cal Dubas got fired as a GM, he wouldn't have a job in any other organization, whether it be from a scouting point of view or an assistant GM role, or maybe another GM position in a fucking week, like, you're high, okay? Like, so I, I don't know. I think, I think it's a bit crazy to just kind of give up on them we're not losing series like fucking 4-1 or some shit like that it's been like game sevens every fucking year for the past goddamn like six years or seven years or some shit so i don't know like i'm just being a bit of an asshole here but i i like how do so i wouldn't want to see him go but i understand that that narrative does exist yo yeah it's a lame duck gm right yeah if the if the leafs do lose especially in the first round to the lightning it'll be goaltending it'll be vasilevsky is much better than samsonov because 
then they have to go out in the offseason and address that. I think Dubas, I'd love to have him in Philly. I'd love to have, I'm sure, like you said, anyone would, would love to have him. So I think he has at least next year. And then, you know, Matthews is a free agent and stuff comes up. But I think I think he has this year and next year still. All right, that's enough about the Leafs. I don't want to get too fired up here, boys. Let's get into ads here, gentlemen. All right, WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present. The state where we play the winbet is available. If you have something that's gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, guys. We got a nine-game slate here set for Tuesday, February the 21st. Uh, I'm going to get into this later, I guess I'm going to say, but that's okay. Uh, boys, are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Why the fuck are there four games at 7 o'clock? God damn it, they're all the same fucking time. Oh, I hate the NHL. All right, we're going to kick this off. First game of the dock in the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the St. Louis Blues against Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 275. Carolina on the money line hanging out at minus 330. Games on the puck line sitting at minus 125. The over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100, the under minus 120. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, the, the Hurricanes are, are just so good. And I'm, I was happy to see them finally get that outdoor game where they can be on a national stage, even if not a lot of people may not have watched that. But, yeah, another home game here. Only worry, really, is if they have that, you know, outdoor game hangover. But they've had they've had two days off since then. They've just been dominating teams recently. So I like Carolina here on the puck line at minus 125. The Blues just traded O'Reilly, traded Tarasenko before. I think Krug is, I think Krug's back, but like that's not enough to to make them a better team than Carolina. And uh, the Blues' last nine losses have all been by at least two goals. So I think uh, they're shell of themselves at this point. And the Hurricanes should probably get another typical Carolina four one four two win here. So I, I love them on the puck line here, minus one twenty five. Yeah, the Blues losing uh, Riley and Atari and Tarasenko now is a huge hit to their their roster, their lineup. And uh, Mikola, too, is a decent uh, defender there. Uh, so far as the Blues go, their defense is, is terrible in general. So uh, losing another guy is uh, not ideal for them. And, um, yeah, that, that that those trades signal that this uh, team is done, even though they, they won the first few games after Tarasenko was dealt. Now it seems like it's uh, catching up to them. And they go on the road here against uh, one of the best teams in the league in the Hurricanes, who are uh, absolutely dominating uh, the regular season so far. Uh, still one of the best uh, chance shot goal prevention teams in the league. So, yeah, I don't mind that minus 125 for the puck line for the Carolina Hurricanes. I also like the under six and a half here, minus 120. I know the Blues are uh, pretty bad at letting up goals. But, uh, yeah, it's the Hurricanes game. I think that they can do what they do and uh, – Control the tempo and make it a slower affair and uh, keep it under six and a half goals. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Carolina's the play here. I fucking just hate puck lines, but Joel touched on it. Like, St. Louis is fucking done now, man. Like, if those trades indicated anything, 
Uh, on a side note, they're probably going to be one of the most fun teams to watch at the draft this year. They got three first-round picks in a deep draft, so that's going to be sweet. Um, but yeah, man, so give me the Canes. I Fuck, I guess I'll take the puck line. What's your other options here? Maybe a team total. Um, but yeah, the under six and a half is kind of enticing too. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't really see the firepower at St. Louis. They traded everybody away. They got no fucking Ryan O'Reilly, no Tarasenko. Like, fuck, what's going to happen here? Is fucking Barbershop going to put off three? Fuck, he might be gone by tonight. So who even knows, right? They're shopping him too. So I don't know. I guess the under is a good play at six and a half at minus 120 here. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 290. New Jersey on the money line hanging out at minus 350. Uh, Devils on the puck line sitting out at minus 130. The over-under is a 6.5. Over paying plus 100. The under minus 120. Oh, yeah, like, again, you know, we were kind of pumping the Habs tires last week. You know, they went on a bit of a run off the All-Star break, but they're still the Habs here, man. Devils are a good team, dude. You know, they're... I don't know, their road record or their home record's fine, 16, 10, and 2. But I think we just can't overthink this game, dude. Like, Devils are going to beat the shit out of the Canadians. Um, with that being said, I really like the under in this game, dude, at minus 120 here. You know, Martin St. Louis is going to have this team or Montreal team showing up to every game. Even if they're like, I feel like it's like a dignified tank, maybe. Like, we're going to put the effort in, we're going to be in games, but we're still going to end up losing and trying to get a better draft pick, right? So I like the under here at six and a half, sitting at minus 120 is my favorite play. And then maybe, I don't know, like I, I fucking hate puck lines. But no, that goes against everything I say through there. So I can't take the puck line here. But give me Montreal on the plus 1.5. Maybe we'll get like a one goal game or something here. Yeah, this is a, a very similar storyline here as the first game for me. I like the Devils here on the puck line, even at minus 130. Canadians have come back down to earth after winning three straight coming out of the break. They lost uh, 6-2 in Carolina and 5-1 in Toronto, who, you know, they had the Leafs number there for a while, but the Leafs just embarrassed them there. So Devils here coming off a 4-2 win against Winnipeg, 5-2 against Pittsburgh. I think they have Jack Hughes back now, so they should be able to win this one by two. So I like the minus 130. And I would lean to the under here. I think... Uh, you know, both of these teams have gone under more than over so far this season, and Canadians don't really have too much firepower, and hopefully the Devils will be content for a, a 4-2, 5-1 win, something like that. So Devils puck line is, is my best play for this one, but I would also lean to the under. Right, yeah, we got another uh, big favorite here. It's going to be a couple more than before the night's out, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I got to go the same way here with the Devils. My line is minus 355, so it's Basically right on the number for the Devils at minus 350. Um, yeah, Martin St. Louis is, is going to get them fired up uh, the rest of the season. Uh, they, they got some good chemistry, which will serve them well going forward, but they just don't have the top right now. So that's why you're seeing them uh, have this dignified tank, as you said. Uh, and they also lost uh, Arbor Jacki now. So their, their lineup mm. got even uh, more dinged up, most injured team in the league. And uh, that can't help. So, yeah, I, 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 the under again, I think, is okay. But, uh, yeah, you're going to have to go with the devil's puck line, too. Wait, is that that tough fucking Russian kid? Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi? Don't yeah. they call him Wi-Fi because uh, his uh, name looks like a Wi-Fi bastard? Yeah, I, I was impressed with Joel pronouncing his name correctly there. <laughs> it's because Joel's a fucking Vladimir Putin fucking spy <laughs> or some shit, I <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot, comrade. Uh, Anaheim, uh, Ducks against Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Anaheim's on the second night of a back-to-back. I think they lost to Florida today. 
in overtime. Wow, so they probably have a fight. Okay. Uh, and they're the money winning line. most of the game. Mm-hmm. See, that's fucking weird. They're probably going to be burnt the fuck out. Uh, and on the money line sitting at plus 400. Tampa Bay is minus 500. <laughs> Holy shit. Tampa Bay on the puck line sitting at minus 195. Uh, the over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 130. The under plus 110. Holy fuck. Just bet Tampa. Uh, Tampa team total is very enticing. I imagine Gibson played today. Did he? I think I you're think wrong. so. There's no way they took Florida to overtime. But yeah, he did. He made 51 saves on 55 shots. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Uh, yeah, give me Tampa, like a team total. Also, I really like the over in this game. Um, Anaheim is a fucking tire fire, bro. They're last in the league for fucking goals scored, averaging 2.46 a game. They're last in the league for goals allowed, averaging 4.16 per game. Luke Dostal, I guess, is expected to get the start. His goals against average is 3.99.899 save percentage, 241 record. He's just going to get fucking shit kicked here. Uh, give me uh, give me Tampa Bay team total is a very enticing play. Give me the over, and I am I guess I'll ride the minus 195 puck line here. Yeah, L- Lucas Dostal, uh, his first start in two months on Wednesday, he allowed seven goals to the Sabres. He previously allowed three goals to the Flames, three to the Wild, four to the Kings. So, yeah, the the Lightning are, are the way to go here. I mean, they're obviously minus 500. They're, they're going to win this game. I, I can't see the Ducks really getting it done after a, a valiant effort uh, today. But, like, Lightning team total over three and a half is minus 255. Over four and a half is minus 120. I guess that's what you, you have to take. Uh, a race to four for the Lightning is minus 215. Race, race to five is minus 110. Maybe play that or, or play some sort of gimmicky Gilbert parlay here. It's uh yeah, th- th- this is the time of the year where you get these favorites that are this big of a favorite, and they're they're they should be that that favored by that much. So find money here in the Lightning somehow. I, I don't really know how. Maybe just the over at six and a half at uh, minus one thirty. This is the biggest line difference I have in the uh, history of my lines. <laughs> Ooh. Lightning minus 670. That, that's what I have. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's value there on the minus 500 if uh, you want to lay down um, a full paycheck, if you will. Um, but yeah, the Ducks, they're just so bad. They're they're giving up uh, basically 40 shots a game this season, uh, which is like the full three shots more than the second worst team, the Coyotes. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're living in their own zone, probably like five, six of the game. And uh, they're, they're not, uh, not if they're not stopping 50 saves with uh, random goalie performance from John Gibson, then they're, they're, they're getting shelled five, six goals. Uh, so, yeah, give me, the, give me the lightning here. Uh, you, you can do the minus one and a half at minus 195. Or you can just parlay the lightning with every other bet you make uh, this day. What can go wrong, right? Um, You'll either uh, make a little edge better for all your your bets, or you'll fucking tank it all and go over. Go bigger, go home, go lightning. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. This game is starting to get a little bit better, finally. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Washington Capitals. The game itself is in Washington. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 135. Washington on the money line hanging out at minus 155. Over-unders at 6. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. This is kind of an interesting game to me here, man. Like, to me, this is, like, this is Detroit. Like, you're going to see what you're how, – how do I want to fucking say this? I'm so fucking dumb. You're going to see what Detroit thinks of their team in this game here. Because if they come out fucking flying and they win this game, 
this almost like puts them, it does put them ahead of Washington from a points percentage point of view for this uh, wild card spot here, man. Like this is an interesting game for the Eastern wild card kind of matchup. Uh, Detroit has five or is down or has five games in hand rather. So like, I think if they come out blazing here, they honestly think that they got a chance to make the playoffs. And I don't know, man, like I'm not going to entirely rule it out. So I'm just going to back Detroit here. I think that they have more to play for in this game. Although that's maybe selling short Washington a little bit here, but like I think Ovechkin's still missing out here. I don't know, man. I'm just gonna back the fucking wings here, dude. Like, give me them a fucking plus one thirty-five. That's okay for me. Um, and then over under, I think if we're gonna see some tight hockey, I kind of like the under a plus one hundred at six. Yeah, go wings here. They're currently ahead of the Capitals in point percentage. They are in ninth, right behind the Sabers in eighth. Um, crazy days, crazy day. Uh, Think about that. But yeah, Red Wings here at plus 135. I love that. Uh, Caps have lost four straight without Ovechkin. Barely managed one goal in the outdoor game. And Red Wings won uh, five straight before their loss in Seattle. Washington just just has nothing without Ovi. So uh, I love love the Red Wings here at plus 135. And for the total, I, I would lean to the under, but uh, no no strong play there. The Red Wings here are, are getting a little lucky lately, uh, but they're they're still winning these games and they're they're playing better than they were um, before the All Star break. They're finally getting some goal scoring. Um, so uh, yeah, my my line is minus one forty four, so it's right in between here. But given how poorly the Capitals have played in the absence of Ovechkin, you know, normally you like to see teams pick up the pace and uh, compensate for their star player being out, but we haven't seen that from the Capitals at all. They're still a bad team, just worse without their their star player. So yeah, yeah, I got to lean to the Red Wings here, plus one thirty-five, and uh, maybe the under six too, plus one hundred, given the fact that both teams are pretty slow and uh, not exactly uh, potent offenses right now. All right, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. time slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at minus 165. Sabres on the money line at plus 140. The over-unders at 6.5. Over paying off minus 135. The under plus 115 here. I got to say, well, obviously you know what I'm saying. I fucking love the absolute shit out of the Leafs in this game here. What do I always say? Division games fucking matter. Leafs in the Atlantic Division games this year. They're 8-5-2. and two. And Sabres, 6-8-1, and one, man. Now, Buffalo is on a two-game winning streak. They kind of fell off. I don't want to say fell off a cliff, but they dropped off a little bit there. It's kind of starting to get things back going here. Um, but I do like the Leafs nonetheless at a minus 165. Leaf Sabres game. Lots of firepower here, but I'm kind of, I just love Leafs unders, man. It gets me going. I don't know why. I want to see Sansomov have like a good performance here. Uh, apparently, he was shitting his pants all last game, so that was pretty funny. But still, give me the under, uh, 6.5 plus 115. Noted little side kind of angle in this game here. We got a Ryan O'Reilly Buffalo Sabres game. Remember, obviously, he was he was pretty big asset for the Sabres way back in the day. And obviously, he came out saying that he lost his love of the game back when he was playing in Buffalo. That's when Buffalo was just an absolute tire fire. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's see what Riley does, man. I, I'd love to see him get his first goal as a Maple Leaf against his former team. That's kind of a, that's kind of a hockey god story, man. So, I'll be on Riley as an anytime goal scorer as well. Yeah, I think this is a line that probably should be bigger. I think the the Sabres, you know, they, they've won two straight games, but they beat the Ducks 7-3 with Dostal in it, and they beat the Sharks 4-2. Before that, they lost four straight uh, to the Kings, Flames, Hurricanes, and Wild. And the Leafs are just as good, if not better, than, than most of those teams, except the Hurricanes, coming off a uh, tough loss in Chicago. 
I think they get this done. I, I bet them at minus 152 earlier. I think minus 165 is it's a bit steep, but I, I would still bet that. And yeah, don't mind that uh, O'Reilly anytime goal scorer angle at all. Good uh, revenge game for him, especially you know getting that uh, second line minutes while while putting Tavares on the wing, you know, to get him acclimated to the team. So yeah, I love the uh, Leafs here, and I don't have a strong play for the total. We are uh, agreeing way too much here today. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to go with the Leafs here, too. Uh, even though um, they were, I don't know, they weren't terrible on Sunday. They just got a, a bad luck, and they got Patrick Kane there with his uh, elite performance scoring that hat trick. Uh, looked like the old Patrick Kane there for a little bit. So, yeah, now they're going to Buffalo. Leafs are usually pretty good off a loss, especially against a bad team. But we've seen them uh, slip up a few times here and there. Um, but uh, are the Buffalo Sabres a bad team anymore? I guess I guess not. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, the, the Leafs are – I like them better as a minus 165 favorite than a minus 265 favorite, if uh, that makes any sense at all. But on my line here is minus 160, so – no value there, but uh, I still got to lean to the Leafs way here. Uh, yeah, the over six and a half with minus 135 is enticing. Samsonov uh, could still be shitting himself, uh, not feeling great. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the Sabres are uh, a great offensive team and they, they still let in tons of goals. So uh, I like the over here at least. At least there's some difference in opinion. Oh, <laughs> And David Camp <laughs> scored in that <laughs> oh, yeah? Saturday yeah. game. <laughs> you bet it? No. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> I saw that. I was laughing my ass off when it came up my phone. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Of course he did. Uh, okay, First goal since like December 10th. Yo, for real though. <laughs> Kid's a gamer. Um, all right. I got a little question. Do you think Buffalo makes playoffs? They're currently, Probably. They're currently five points out. They got six game on hand on the Islanders. And they're three points out against Pittsburgh, and they got four games on hand on the Penguins. I mean, by point percentage, they are in in the playoffs. And I did bet them to make the playoffs at, at a pretty good price, so I, I hope so. I, I hope they go out and, and add at, at the deadline. But I don't know who's going to catch them: Red Wings, Islanders, Caps. I guess it's, I could see the Panthers going on a run if if they uh, get their goaltending together. But you know what, Sabers they just be absolute fodder for for the uh, Bruins in the first round, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a shit show. <laughs> Joel, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think that they <laughs> they miss. I'd like them to get in because the yeah, that'd be a comfy matchup for the Bruins. But uh, I think that they miss out. I think there's just too many good teams around there that that are better than them, um, like like the Panthers and even the Caps can turn around. But I don't think so. I think it's the. Uh, I gotta look at the standings here. The Panthers and the Islanders. Penguins get in, maybe. You got Bar- Barzal out now, though. For how long? I think he's week to week or something like that. Yeah. There's I mean, still they eight to- teams. They won today, so. Yeah. Panthers, Penguins will get in. Sabres not. I'm not sold on the Islanders, man. I think they're going to fucking screw up a little bit, but who knows. Uh, okay, moving down to the APM time slot here. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at plus 110. Minnesota on the money line hanging out at minus 130. The over-under is at 6. Over sitting at minus 105. The under, minus 115. Uh, okay, I fucking love LA in this game. I, I, 
I feel like this line should be reversed, to be honest with you. Maybe I'm fucking taking crazy pills here. Uh, LA's on a four-game winning streak. Phoenix Coffee's been an absolute fucking stud. 17-3-1 on the year. Uh, 2.7 goals against average, .904 save percentage, one shutout. I, I don't know, man. Like, is Minnesota that fucking great? I get it. Like, it's a home game. I thought LA may have been on a back-to-back or something here. They're not. Um, yeah, give me the fucking Kings, dude, in the money line. Plus 110. I'll take that all day long. Over, under here. It's at six. I wish it was at six and a half. But fuck it. I'm still going to take the under at minus 115. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on the Kings. Agreeing uh, once again. I, I saw some stat that the, the Wild haven't scored without uh Kaprizov on the ice in, in quite some time or something like that. And yeah, looking at their game log, they they have not been scoring. So I think the Kings, you know, they're trying to make a playoff push. Both of these teams are, but the Kings won four in a row, maybe not against against the greatest teams and almost lost against the Coyotes. But at a, at a plus one ten, you, you kinda have to take that. And we have uh if it's uh, gonna be Jonathan Quick, we have a battle of the Great Bushes here with uh Quick versus Marc Andre Fleury, who's really fallen off so I lean to the over on the total, but I like the Kings plus 110 even more. I kind of like the under, but I also agree with uh, you guys in terms of the side. With the LA Kings, uh, my line is minus 104 for the Wild. So basically I pick them even uh, on each side. Uh, but the Kings are uh, in decent form here after the nice homestand, although they narrowly beat the Coyotes and the the Ducks. Uh, so maybe they were getting tired of being home and had to get on the road. And they have to go to fucking ugly-ass Minnesota. Poor them, but uh, they're here to play hockey. And uh, plus 110, I think, is a good number for for the Kings to win this game. All right, heading down to the 8 p.m. time slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Nashville. Uh, Vancouver on the money line, hanging out at plus 145. Nashville on the money line at minus 170. The over-under is a 6.5. Over sitting at minus 125. The under, plus 105. Jolie, what do you got here? Yeah, the Predators are playing like shit. Uh, we saw them got absolutely demolished by the Bruins. Of course, they demolished everyone. But, uh, uh, yeah, they're not playing good hockey right now. Although they did beat the Panthers in the last game Saturday, I believe that was. Uh, but, um, yeah, they're, they're not exactly – oh, no, they lost to the Wild. That was their last game. Uh, so, yeah, not good. Not good for them. Their goaltending is gone. Soros has had a tough time since the All-Star break. And uh, their defense is terrible, too. So I, I like the over here, and I like the Canucks at plus 145. Just, uh, yeah, they're, they're playing better hockey under Alex Tuckett. Not Alex Tuckett. <laughs> Rick Tuckett, not Alex Tuckett. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, give, me the, give me the Canucks here. They're, they're playing better defensively. They just needs to get some damn goaltending. But uh, failing that, I yeah, I like the over and the, the Canucks here. Yeah, I, I don't think the Predators should really be minus 170 against anyone except, like, you know, the Ducks, Coyotes, maybe maybe uh, throw the Blue Jackets in there. But Canucks have been uh, playing better, even though the, the record hasn't really shown it. Scored six against the Flyers on uh, Saturday. Yeah, so, so a slight lean there on the Canucks, maybe just sprinkle at plus 145. But I, I love the over six and a half here, even at minus 125. A bit juicy, but... Now, Canucks overs are, are like Jets unders for me. Just take them. They're going to win most of the time. Uh, they've gone seven goals or more each of their past 10 games. Nashville has gone over 4-3 you know, last game, 7-3 game before that. So should see a high-scoring game here. That's my uh, best bet for this one, and I would lean to the Canucks as a road dog. 
I was listening to a podcast last week and I heard, I think it was Pierre Lebrun was saying that or Nashville plans on evaluating their team over the next five games to decide whether they're going to be like sellers or buyers at the deadline. And that's fucking absolutely ridiculous, man. If you're 50 <laughs> games into the season, why are like, you think five games is going to show you something special? No, like you're not, you're not a great team. Um, and he also said that almost everybody except for Saros will be available. So keep an eye out for Nashville, the deadline, if they start fucking selling off, like there's some assets there that teams could be interested in. Uh, but that also leads me to believe that they have zero fucking confidence in this team. They've assembled. I'll take the Canucks plus plus one forty-five here, man. Just a moral victory. Talk it, get these boys going here. Give me some fucking money. Let's go. I'll take Vancouver all day long. Um, you know, Canucks are shit. <laughs> I'm looking right now, trying to find a reason for the numbers to like it. I really don't. They score goals. They're ninth in the league in goals. That's all right. Averaging 3.36 a game. So, yeah, fuck it. Let's let's have some fun and ride with the Nucks here, man. And then, uh, yeah, Ryan said it. Uh, Vancouver games always just take the over six and a half, dude. Minus 125. Let's get it. All right, moving on to the 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Chicago, the game is in Chicago, rather. Uh, Vegas on the money line, sitting at minus 280. Chicago on the money line, hanging out at plus 235. Uh, Knights on the puck line at minus 105. The over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. Mr. Meyer, I'm going back to you here, dude. What do you got? Oh, well, yeah, it's not a big favorite here, but uh, I think it should be even more of a favorite. Uh, with the with the Knights here, I'm at minus 308. Uh, so uh, yeah, give me the the Vegas puck line minus 105. I think Chicago after beating the the Leafs, they're not exactly going to be too thrilled to to win the two in a row here. So I, what would that be three in a row? Did they they beat the uh, who did they play before that? Is that the Leafs game? Yeah, they played the Leafs, and then before that they played oh they beat the, they beat the Sens. The yeah. Sens, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're on a winning streak here, but. Uh, they're not going to let them win three in a row. Uh, so give me, the, give me the Knights here. But stronger play would be the under six and a half. I think the Blackhawks can shut the the, the Black the Knights can shut the Blackhawks down. Uh, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league, and Chicago is one of the worst offensive teams in the league. So unless Patrick Kane keeps doing what he just, he's doing, uh, they're not going to be scoring goals. Uh, yeah, he's got five goals in his last two games. So Watch out for him, but if they shut him down, uh, I don't like what the rest of the team can do. So uh, give me the under six and a half, minus one fifteen for a uh, better play in this one. Yeah, the only thing giving me pause with that under is that it's going to be uh, Laurent Brassois making his first NHL start this season for the uh, Golden Knights. He has a nine oh nine save percentage in the AHL this year, so that's fine. But his career better than Aiden Hill. Yes, better than Aiden Hill, absolutely. He's hurt. With, He's out. Is Aiden Hill hurt? I mean, Logan broken Thompson. Broken dick, undisclosed. Week to broken week. dick. Logan uh, Thompson, broken dick too. Leonard, broken hip. Yeah, so maybe You're you just see the fucking go- in Vegas, yo. These guys are just <laughs> fucking in Vegas. <laughs> you know what? Vegas should go out there and get like, get a get a goalie that's on. But I don't even know, I don't even know who's available. But yeah, I, I like Vegas here. I'll take him on the puck line minus 105. I'm not I'm not laying the juice at minus 280 unless it's in some sort of parlay, which. You know, we hate uh, Chicago before their back-to-back wins, lost 5-2, 4-0, lost 7-3 a few weeks ago to Edmonton. So Vegas, you know, they're the better team, should be able to win by at least two here, like that at minus 105. And I'll probably stay away from the total, but I do lean to the over. Guess who's backing up Lauren Brossois without looking? Um, You're never going to get it. I think... I don't know if we want to stay in the cup. Former who? Former who? Former Toronto Maple Leaf. Former Colorado Avalanche. Jonas Johansson. Michael fucking Hutchinson, man. I was going to say say Cal Pickard. 
was my guess. Did, did he play games for the Avs last year in the playoffs? Hutchinson? Yeah, was he no, on the that, Avs? That was like that was like three years ago. Okay, still that's fucked. Um, good to see him making money though. So yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, Brett Swanson plays NHL games since fucking in like a year. Maybe there's something to Chicago here, like a plus two thirty-five. I don't love it. You know, if fuck, fuck it. Give me Chicago. Give me fucking Patty Kane just being a fucking beauty. Give me Max Domi just being a fucking idiot. Give me the fucking Blackhawks. I got no logic for this other than I, I just, I just can't bet Lauren Brassois I can't bet Michael Hutchinson being on the, being on the bench here. So I this don't is, know. This is the last uh, Chicago home game before the trade deadline for for Patrick Kane. So you could see him, him put on. True. That's a good point. He could just go off kind of thing. I like that. All right. Are you guys still there? I think Ryan's gone. I think Ryan's gone. Ryan, I'm like dead. All I'm right, back. that's okay. Well, are you still here? I'm here. I'm back. Yeah. Okay, he's back. Uh, yeah, I think there's something to that, man. This could be his last game in Chicago, and let's see. I don't. I don't think he'll resign there next year as a free agent. I don't, this could be his last game in Chicago. That's Unless pretty Bedard. Unless they get Bedard, that's a good point too. Um, all right, moving down to 9 p.m. time slot here. Last game on the docket. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Philadelphia in the money line sitting at plus 245. Uh, Edmonton in the money line is hanging out at minus 295. Oilers on the puck line at minus 125. Over under is a seven. Over at plus 100. The under minus 120. Right, guy, what's going on here? Take the Flyers plus 245 because who the fuck knows what this team is doing? They beat Calgary 4-3 uh, this afternoon. Travis Konechny did get hurt, and there was a report that he left. Some he was he was spotted with a uh, his arm in a sling, so uh, could be an injury there for him. You know that's good for the tank, so I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, although I never want to see an injury, especially to one of my favorite players there. But how about the Oilers? The past just two games, blowing multi-goal leads and losing in overtime. So. Um, I want to take the over, but I think if the Flyers win this, they just steal it with Carter Hart in net. Uh, Samuel Erson was great today against the Flames. He's now 6-0 in his NHL career to start it. Uh, four straight overs for the Flyers, uh, five straight and seven of eight for the Oilers, but it's at seven. Uh, I would take the over still at seven, plus 100, to get that get that push insurance at even money. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't take the Oilers at minus 295 after they, they've blown multiple, I think, three-goal leads in back-to-back games. Nah, the Flyers were in a war with the Flames here. You never want to be uh, in that kind of situation and having to go up to Edmonton where you're going to be exposed by their uh, elite offense. So give me the Oilers here. I know that they've had some struggles lately in terms of winning games, but they're playing excellent hockey. It's just uh, getting a terrible, terrible goal here and there. Jack Campbell's absolutely brutal against the Avalanche. Um, yeah, the goals he was letting in were absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, but it should be Stuart Skinner for this one. Uh, he should be able to take care of uh, Carter Hart. I think that he'll get the start for this one. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, give me the Oilers here. They're, they're just uh, they're playing excellent hockey since the turn of the new year, and they're, they're going to be fine form, and they should still win the division, but they got to protect some leads here and actually – get the full two points because they've had to rely on the shootout in overtime and then it's not working out for them lately. But uh, yeah, they shouldn't need that. This one, give me uh Oilers minus one and a half. Edmonton has to be looking at this as like a turnaround game, man. Like, all right, we've been fucking getting our asses kicked the past couple of games. We're on a four game losing streak. Uh, Philadelphia's on the second half of back to back. Like Julie said, they just had an absolute battle against the flames here. Um, 
like you got to be licking your chops here and saying let's beat the absolute wheels on this team now of course where do you find the money i really like Everton team total here a lot of it comes down to power play numbers too um i believe the flyers are 21st in the league in penalty kill percentage edmonton's first in the power play percentage in the league so like expect some goals on the power play here expect mcdavid and dry to just light the lamp so whatever the team total is for the oilers i do like uh and yeah i like the over here as well man so minus uh or what is it a seven? Oh fuck i've got a seven <laughs> fuck it give me it give me the seven i'll take it you also need not? you also need five goals for the oilers team total i would have said that too but that's just so is it four and a half yeah. what, what's the race to four at I didn't look at that shit. Yeah, I don't, I've never even looked it up in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Give me them five. Why not? Why can't they put up a five spot? Like this, like I said, this has to be like a let's fucking rewrite the ship here. You know, let's let's get things going and you know keep keep hold of our playoff spot and let's get it fucking done. So I'm gonna back the Oilers here, man. Why not? Like this team's good. Well, not this team's good, but but David and Drysaddle are fucking sick. So and my boy Zach Yaman. Uh, all right, that covers it up. Boys, nice little nine-game slate there. Nothing too crazy. We're going to move into lock dogs and totals here. Uh, okay, a bit of changing in the board here. Controversial changing, of course. But Ryan is in first place as it currently stands. He walked past Joel and I on the fairway and handed us both tampons. He is 43 <laughs> and 39 on the season. He's up 0.51 units. Joel is in second. He's uh, 42 and 40, up 0.38 units. I am in last. I am 41 and 41. I am down 2.78 units. Uh, collectively as a show, we've been taking a hit over the past couple of shows here. We got to fucking, speaking of the oils right in the ship, we got to start writing our own fucking ship here. Uh, we are 126 and 120 on the year, and we are down 1.89 units. We got to fucking get our damn act together here. Ryan, kick us off, buddy. All right, for me, I'm going back to my, uh, my adopted team here, the Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line, minus 125 against the Blues. Just a much better team. The Blues have lost two of their best offensive players via trade, so like them to win by at least two there. Uh, my dog, we're all on them. Go Wings, plus 135 at the Capitals. No Ovechkin, no offense for the Caps, even though uh, Tom Wilson is back for them now to, to add some bite, but still no scoring much there. Then my total, uh, Canucks, Predators over 6.5, minus 125. It's a Canucks game. We're going to see seven goals. Well, I'm going against uh, Ryan's real team, his, his alleged real team. He's got a bunch of other teams that. Uh, I have, have, I have like, I have the Flyers on my team. The okay. Flyers are. I, I live right. now with the All Flyers. Right. Guys, All got right. four teams. Joel, you, right. you have the Avs and the Canucks. Uh, I don't own hats by them. Uh, <laughs> I'm a hockey fan. Give me the Oilers <laughs> over the Flyers. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Rob Low, Ryan Low here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Oilers at home against the Flyers. Minus one and a half, minus 125. Dog will be Canucks, money line against the Predators, plus 145. The total Knights, Blackhawks, under six and a half, minus 115. All right, for my lock here, uh, division games matter, man. Leafs, Buffalo. Give me the Leafs on the money line, minus 165. Uh, for my dog, Kings on the money line versus Minnesota, plus 110. Still think they're the better team in this. Uh, and then for my total, spicy meatball here this could go either way i mean tony romo there's either gonna be fucking eight goals or there's gonna be like three or four uh montreal new jersey devils under six and a half and minus 120 kind of hoping for a boring game here man let's move this back to like 1990s devils here let's fucking go uh all right consensus plays i feel like we got a shitload we had a uh, quite a few here uh hurricanes puck line minus 125 uh canadians devils under six and a half minus 120 the Lightning somehow, just throw them in a parlay or something, or team total or whatever. 
Uh, the Red Wings, plus 135, as well as the under six at plus 100 in that game. The Leafs, go Leafs go, minus 165. Uh, the Kings, plus 110. The Canucks, plus 145 in the over six and a half in that game at minus 125. All right, there's a lot there. There's a lot to we had, take in. So, so seven of nine games, we agreed on something. I feel like those are all of our fucking like locked dogs in total. So <laughs> it's going to be either a great night or an awful night. We'll, we'll see. Oh, fuck, we're in trouble. Uh, all right, guys, that pretty much wraps it up here. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. We touched on it. I know football's over and we all fucking miss it, but there's still some awesome stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, hockey's kicking ass. Golf's doing its thing. College hoops is about to start popping off real good. There's basketball going on. NASCAR's firing it up. Uh, F1's right around the corner. MMA's still going. Do they ever take an off-season in MMA? I guess not, right? Like It's just a bunch of fucking fights. That's kind of cool, I guess. They take a few weeks off during Christmas, but... That's, they that's don't why the bush is off. so gray. It's just constant work. So the, the, the... <laughs> um, All right, so there's tons of shit. Obviously, you can find that all at the actual Sports Gaming Podcast website. Listen to the shows, read the articles, look at the pictures if you're drunk like me. Um, and shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the fucking Discord, man. Obviously, it's popping out. There's so many new people. It's pretty great. Every time I look in, there's a new face. So that's kind of cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just like burped and fucking hicked up at the same time. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, baby. Yeah, and shout out to uh, those that are leaving us five-star ratings and reviews, like Volfan Elliot 16 Five stars, shout out. Hey, guys, love the show. Just a huge fan from Tennessee. Keep up the good work. How about throwing a couple Moneyline parlays at us? Well, I, I guess he, he might he must not uh, enjoy Joel's segments here. But uh, how about, you know, Lightning, Hurricanes, and someone else tomorrow? Three Three huge favorites. Can't go wrong, right? Can't go wrong. No comment. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and uh, you won't find me on Twitter. <laughs> You'll find Joel fucking double-checking all the over-unders that we have in the score sheet here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Peace. <laughs>